So there I was naked. Yep, stark staring naked with not a stitch of clothing within a 20-foot radius. Interesting position to find yourself in, and one that I did not relish at the time. Are you curious how I got there? Well, it's an amazing story with incredible insight that I did not quite recognize at the time, but sure do now. I just want to give people a place to go to get information. I want them to enjoy learning about Qi and how it's easy to learn about it and affect change in your own life. So Qi Pro is here for the curious seekers and for the professionals looking to get ahead. It's the bottom line. I want to empower people with information because the one thing that can't be taken from you is your knowledge. You see, my husband and I had been invited to a winter wedding up on a mountain ski resort destination. Now we'd been given this invite a year ahead, so you'd think we'd be prepared. Lots of time to get ready for this. Nope, kind of left it to the last minute. So as time approaches, I go to my hubs and kind of say, you know, let's make this the full vacay stay, right? Let's go up and stay at this mountain overnight and really make a night of it. Now, in our relationship, you have to understand my husband's the very, very logical one. And he looks at me and says, you know, the destination is less than an hour drive away. It's really not necessary to stay there. I admit it would be nice, but we could really put that money to other good use for other projects we've got going. Why don't we just drive to the event, attend, and then drive home? And I thought, you know, I hate to admit it and do not tell him I said this, but he's actually right. I give him the realm, the reins for this, and he says, yep, I've got this, hun, don't worry. Now the day arrives, and I'm a little snippy because I'm thinking, geez, it would be so nice if we're in a hotel. All the other guests are staying in hotels because I'd seen on Facebook, everyone's having breakfast together and they're having a snowball fight. And here we are at home packing our car to go. So I'm not in the best mood. I will admit that. But anyway, my husband's like, don't worry, we've got this. I've got a plan. And I thought, oh, he's got a plan. And my interest was piqued. So we load up the car. We've got everything we need for the complete outdoor ceremony, some time in between, and the evening black tie reception. So I'm thinking we've kind of got it covered. We've done a good job here. Arrive on site, and it's unfortunately something like minus 15. Now, thankfully, there was low wind, so that was a saving grace at that point. And I had packed, uh, under my husband's advice, my cruiser suit. Now, a cruiser suit, for any of you that don't know, is a survival suit. We use them when we go boating. So if I was to get tossed into the Atlantic Ocean, I'm not going to die immediately. Nice positive thought there. But this cruiser suit is a big onesie. Now, mine is bright red, um, of course, because I love red, but it's bright red and it has whistles and all this survival stuff on it. And the good thing is it's really freaking warm. So I'm actually feeling quite good. My husband gets dressed in his cruiser suit jacket. Off we go to the actual event where we're going to see the outdoor wedding. So I'm kind of walking along. I'm a bit like the Michelin man out of the commercial, right? I can't put my legs together. Everything's so padded and big and I'm kind of hobbling over. If you can imagine this person stumbling over to the event, but I'm warm and that's the big thing here. So we get to the event, we find our seat. Now you have to understand, we then proceed to um, watch this amazing outdoor wedding of Crystal and Andre. I mean, the bridal party arrived by Snowcat. The snow, we've got gentle snowflakes falling. The wind, there was a little wind, but it dropped completely. 
the sun was right, the light was perfect. I mean, it was just stunning. So the whole thing was brilliant. I'm sitting there thinking, you know what? This is great. My husband's so right. We've got this. So we enjoy that reception. So anyway, after that, off go the wedding party to get ready for their um, evening, their photos and some other things. So we head into the village. We jump back in the car. I kind of wriggle out of my cruiser suit and I'm in my grubs. I'm in warm layers underneath. And we drive over to the village of the ski resort where we're going to be attending the reception. And my husband said, you know, wait here. So I thought, okay. So I sit in the car and I heat is full blast, heated seats full on. I'm sitting in the car, admiring the scene. It's quite beautiful. So my husband disappears for a few minutes and then he comes back, gets in the car and hands me a key card. So you can imagine the look on my face and how I felt. I felt, oh my God, he surprised me. He has gone and got a hotel room. How romantic. Oh my God, this is amazing. He's just got, you know, brownie rewards forever. He's the best husband ever. And I'm just going to lean in for the big kiss and that I knew you wouldn't let me down bit. And he says, yeah, it's $5 key card for the shower. It's going to be great. You've got an hour's access. Yeah. So the world kind of stood still and reality hit. Now, I do love my husband dearly still, but I have to admit that was, <laughs> that was a little bit of a letdown. Anyway, moving on. So we drive over to where these showers are and we get all the stuff out of the car. And we walk down to where these showers are. Now, it's, an, it's a basement gym with shower access. So it's a little bit of an underground aspect. Now, when you're in a ski resort, underground means below ground and cold and dark. But I'm thinking, no problem. I've got this. I've really got this. So off we go. We go into the building carrying all my bags. I've got my dress. I've got my shoes. I've got my makeup bag. I've got everything. So... We go to the shower doors and of course it's male, female. So he goes to walk into his and I go to walk into mine. And I hear his voice calling something as I'm going through my door. And I thought, oh, what was that? What did, what did he say? So I step back out of my dressing room door as it slams shut, I might point out. And his voice is kind of fading away as he goes into his change room. And it's something about timers watch the shower and you only get something about two times for your key card. I'm like, what? Two times? Well, I've just let the door shut. Something in right. Cannot let this key card out of my sight because I, I'm pretty sure he just said I get two times to use it and then it's void. Not a problem. I've got this. I can handle this. I'll show him. Off I go into the women's change room. I proceed to unpack all of my, my dress, my shoes. I'm hanging everything up on any kind of hook I can find. And I'm thinking, you are fine. You're going to make the best of this. It's, it's kind of a fun outing, right? It's kind of a fun adventure. You'll tell your grandkids about this one. Well, yes, I will, but in more ways than one. So I've got everything laid out and I walk over to the showers. And all of a sudden, it's like looking at a scene from the Psycho movie. Now, there is no detriment to the, the hotel where this, where this was, the building. Very clean and organized. Nothing wrong there. I just meant the way it was done. Um, we've got these sticky, sh thin shower curtains, this white tile, this old look. And all I, I kept thinking Jamie Lee Curtis is going to pop out any minute and start screaming, right? So it's that kind of a feel. And I'm trying to laugh that off because I'm like, okay, okay, don't, don't do this. Don't go down a dark tunnel. This is a great day. You're going to have fun. Tell yourself, you're going to have fun, Sam. So I go over and I 
put my soap and my shower gel in the shower and I lean over and I, and I turn the shower on. Icy cold water comes out. It, I've never felt such cold water. Now, luckily I wasn't in the shower. I'd leaned into it. So I leapt back out and I thought, bloody hell, that's cold. Um, there's got to be a better way. I missed something. So I lean back in and I adjust the knobs to the f- hottest, hottest, hottest they can be. Yep, clearly. Turn it on again. Nope, ice cold. So I'm standing there watching the water and all of a sudden the water stops. Now, I, didn't, I didn't do anything. How could it stop? And then there's something about my husband's voice about a timer. And I thought, ah, okay, okay. They've got the showers on timers. You've got to keep hitting the button. No problem. And then I also thought, very logical, well, the water probably just needs to warm up. I will just turn the shower on again. So I stood there. Now, I'm probably about five minutes later, naked in the shower. I keep turning it on until I get hot water. Now, that must have taken about six minutes, and I don't even know how many times I turned that shower on. But anyway, Eureka, I've got hot water. I jump in the shower, and I thought, I better do this as quick as I can. So you can imagine you're trying to wash your hair, you're trying to shower, you're trying to do the odd little shaving bit, and the water keeps going off. So I got really good at knowing where that shower button was. And I go through and I've never rinsed my hair so quick in my life. It did not get a deep conditioning that day, that's for sure. And I think, okay, not a problem. You handle that. I come out of the shower, getting chilled already. It's not a very warm dressing room. And I realized I didn't didn't bring my towel with me. And I thought, oh, well, no biggie. There's no voices. No one else is in this dressing room. And it's a woman's dressing room, so I wasn't bothered anyway. I will just walk over and get my towel. So I took three steps out of the shower and all of a sudden, boom, lights out. Now, when I say lights out, I cannot begin to describe to you how black it was. There was not one sliver of light. There was not one blinking red emergency light. There was nothing. I mean, I I put my hand up in front of my face. Well, at least I think I did. And there's nothing. I mean, I literally brought my hand in and finally hit my nose and realized, yes, that was my hand. I could not see a thing. And I've never experienced such darkness. Now, it's one thing if you're in a room and you turn the light off. It's an entirely another thing when the lights go off unexpectedly and you're in a strange place. I'd never been in this shower room before. I didn't know the lay of the land. And the vulnerable feeling you have when you're standing somewhere totally naked. I mean, literally nothing was covered. And I'm in unknown territory, dark. I'm actually scared. I've got to be honest, I was quite frightened because it was such an unusual feeling and I never felt so alone in my life. And then I sort of thought, well, give your head a shake, Sam. Come on, smarten up. Logical, logical. This is just, um, it's probably your husband playing a joke on you is the first thing that came to mind, actually. I thought, is your husband playing a joke because he knows how much you wanted a hotel room? So I call out quite loud, okay, Rick, not funny, turn the lights back on. No, seriously, Rick, turn the lights back on, that's not funny anymore. I've got to get my towel, I've got to get dressed, you know, I'm trying to do the whole wife nagging thing. And I realize, hang on a minute, he's not actually here in this dressing room, is he? It's not like we're at home. He's in the men's dressing room and we're underground in a concrete building. Probably has no idea, probably cannot hear my voice at all. So I thought, hmm, okay, so he's no help. Not a problem. You know, I, I'm, I'm someone that likes to do things myself. I like to fix my own problems. But I thought, this is a lesson, Sam. 
This is a lesson for you to put your hand up and ask for help. You need help right now. So out comes the loud voice again. Hey, guys, anyone there? I need some help, please. Okay, guys, help. Um, if there's someone nearby, could you please come in and help me? And then the minute it came out of my mouth, the second one, I thought, oh, 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 hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. Do I really want some young gym attendant, probably a guy, running into the washrooms because he's heard me call for help? And then literally probably having a heart attack when he turns the lights on and sees a 53-year-old woman standing naked from the shower, shivering and definitely not looking at her best. This is definitely not a swimsuit model moment. So I suddenly thought, oh, no, it's okay, don't help. Put the voice, I'm okay. And I just left it. I thought, shit, I can't, I can't risk that. I don't know who's going to come running in. Um, so that was not a good idea. So then I thought, okay, well, logical, logical. Sam, what do you do? Well, your feet, you can't see anything, but you know your feet are on the floor. You can feel the floor. So, so clearly, back up to a wall, very small, careful steps, and find the wall, go around the outside of the room until you find a light switch. Oh, man, my brain was on fire. I had this one. However, two trash cans knocked over and me trying to pick up God knows what from the garbage. Fingers stuck into, well, wet fingers stuck into an electrical socket. Let's not even go there right now. And lots of soap tucked onto my hands by automatic sensors and then rubbed in my eyes with no towel to clean them. You can imagine I was starting to get a little bit frazzled. So took a moment, gathered my thoughts and thought, okay, so you've just taken out the whole washroom or the shower area. But you do know that the dressing room is close by. So at least you could say the positive here, you've ruled out the one room, let's move on to the next. So I, you know, keep going around the edge of the wall and I feel the wall change. So I'm thinking, right, perfect. I'm actually in the dressing room. This is good. All I've got to do is go around the walls. There will be a light switch somewhere. So I'm going along, I'm going along and I'm kind of holding it together. And all of a sudden there's a faint change in the darkness. All of a sudden it's not quite as dark. It's very hard to describe, but it just wasn't as black anymore. And I realized there is light coming from somewhere. I must be near the door that is near the hallway into the building. And there's light probably coming in from underneath the door. Um, and sure enough, as I inched, kept going, as I inched along, as I kept going, that lightness didn't light the room, but it was there. So I thought, this is brilliant, you are there, because you know by the door, there's going to be a light switch. There's just, there just has to be. I mean, I'm putting everything on this now, but there just has to be, right? So I go along, and all of a sudden I stop in my tracks. I hear voices. Now, on the one hand, I could hear two uh, young women's voices, giggling, talking, and I'm thinking, well, great. They're going to come along, and they're going to come in the dressing room, and um, they're going to turn the light on. That will give me time to leap over to grab my towel and they're going to be girls it just doesn't matter we're all girls it doesn't matter if they see me naked and then come in the male voices they're with two guys and they're all laughing and talking and I suddenly had this thought I'm the proximity that I was to the door and their voices if they opened the door I was probably close enough that everybody was going to get a full frontal not my plan for the day wasn't on my agenda when I woke up that morning to start flashing strangers. So I suddenly thought, oh crap, I've got to move back. I've got to get out of here. And I'm starting to shuffle away. And then thankfully their voices kept going. So I was kind of like, whew, one for Team Sam. The world has been saved from, an, from a very unfortunate sighting. So I inch over. 
and I sure enough I find the light switch and there it is and I can turn the timer it's a timer and all of a sudden my husband's voice of yeah there's timers I was like that's what he was saying well, really should listen to him more so I took crank up the timer and off I go thank god in full light go charging back in grab my towel I'm not really wet anymore but cover myself up and get ready now I spend the next little while getting ready for the next part of the wedding. So fast forward a bit, and yes, I got glammed up under the neon lights of public washroom, dried my hair with an underpowered hairdryer as a socket that loved my wet fingers so much didn't like seem to like my hairdryer, and patted myself on the back for not scaring anyone, anyone to death finding me naked. And with memories of, oh my God, that, that woman who was lost in the shower that day, I'll never forget it. So I'm feeling pretty good about not having exposed myself. So the evening then proceeded to be an absolute blast. And yes, many a champagne glass was emptied. And I'm delighted to say that the dear hubs and I have an amazing time together. We danced the night away with an amazingly newly married couple, Andre and Crystal, and we had a great time. So why am I sharing this? What does it mean? What did it mean to me? And what does it mean to you? Well, it means a heck of a lot. You see, this all occurred in January which is a right as the year's transition. So 2019 was transitioning to 2020 in the metaphysical world. I know that many of you think of January 1st as the first day of the year. And metaphysically, we look at February. Um, this year it was February the 4th as the first day of the year. But there's a whole transition that happens. And for those of us that work in the industry, we feel that. Me in particular, I'm very intuitive and very spiritual. So that year transition is always really tough on me. But I missed the importance of what was occurring. Now we feel so much at that time. And it's usually, actually, it's always an indicator of what is to come. And I kind of missed it at the, at the moment because I was caught up in the panic moment. But that night, as I lay in bed thinking about the day, thinking about my experience, and realizing that apart from a funny story to share, which I did share at the wedding and the reception and made everyone laugh, there was an important message that I needed to recognize. I needed to know, I was being shown that there were dark times ahead that would look scary until we found our way out. We would call for help, but then not be sure of what the help looked like or if we could take it, if it could help us. We would stand alone, isolated, and scared, really scared. We would find a sliver of light and move toward it. And that is how we'd find our way out. Now I know this sounds rather tongue in cheek. Very easy to say now, now that we're in the midst of this COVID-19 COVID crisis. But it's not. I assure you, this was a real event and a very purposeful one too. At the time, I did view it singularly as I had just rebranded my business and was about to launch everything I'd done to the world. I was very scared even before I entered that shower room. I was in a scared moment of my life, as I'd no longer be standing behind people, supporting them. I'd be up front and center with all eyes on me. Now, remember that old saying about when you're, when you're doing a professional speaking, when you're up on stage, how you imagine the audience naked to make you feel more relaxed? Well, the tables were turned for me on this one. I was going to stand alone, naked, temporarily in the dark, not sure of my next moves, frightened of who would see me 
and who would find me. I would find a way out by myself. No one was coming to rescue me, but I would come through it. The message was clear and is even clearer now. We will come through this. There is light to be found. I know you are scared right now. Trust me. I was shaking in my boots back in the cold, dark room in January, and sometimes I can feel that same chill rise through me again. Just like I was never alone then, you are not alone now. For me, there were people nearby, and my husband was only 15 feet away, albeit behind a solid concrete brick wall. But today, as we're separated by concrete walls of our homes, likely worrying about so many aspects of our lives, Remember, there will be light for us to follow. We will find that light. It's coming. Now, I am a very spiritual person following the path of Ekankar. And I know this experience occurred to me to prepare me to face the challenges ahead. Yes, I did think it was me, just me, and was rather selfish in my interpretation at the time and thought this was my business and the hardship I was stepping into as I stepped into the spotlight. I was worried about who would attack me for standing up and sharing what I believe in. I was afraid of who would call out my education, my expertise, my intent, and it was scary. My mistake was that I was thinking only of me. I wasn't thinking of you. I realize now it was so much more, and it was a gift, and it was meant for me to share with you, and I'm sorry I didn't share it until now. Now, you don't have to be spiritual. I'm not telling you what or who to believe in. But I can say without a doubt that if you open yourself up to the limitless potentials of the universe in all its colorful glory, you will receive guidance to what can be. Yes, right now we're in the dark, we're shivering, we're cold, we're frightened, but we will come through this together. Sometimes we have to stand still and sometimes we have to stand alone in the dark to rightly see what cannot be seen. I have a favorite saying, a favorite quote that has always been in my heart and I used it on my very first business website and I use it, I often quote it to clients today. I wish to share it with you now as I know it will help and I hope it brings you comfort. It is only with the heart that one can see rightly. That which is essential is invisible to the eye and it's by Antoine de Saint-Exupéry from The Little Prince. He also has another quote. Love does not consist of gazing at each other, but in looking outward together in the same direction. If you take but one thing from this shared experience, please make it this. You are not alone. You are never alone. I know it's dark right now. I know that we don't necessarily see the way out, but we will. Oh, and I forgot to tell you one last anecdote to my story. As I finally stepped out of the woman's shower rooms, bags jostling under my arms, and my hubs was exiting his shower room at the same time with a broad grin and a, see, those showers are great. That wasn't so bad, was it? Yeah, let's just say I had a few choice words to share and a very famous look that only a wife can give. And then, you know what? We laughed ourselves silly over my over my escapade with several glasses of champagne that evening. Yeah, I think when he got the bar bill, he may have realized that a hotel room would have been cheaper. But heck, what do I know? <laughs>